Luke chapter 14, verse 22. All right, let's go up to, um, from verse 15. And when one of them that sat at meat with him heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is that, blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. May you eat bread in the kingdom of God. Verse 16. And he said unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that are bidding, come, for all things are now ready. Amen. Tell your neighbor, come, all things are ready. All right, verse 18. And they were all with one and they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I bought a piece of ground and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. Verse 19. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. Verse 20. And another said, I have married a wife, therefore I cannot come. As simple as that. Verse 21. So that the servant came, so that servant came and showed his master these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor, and the maimed, and the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said to the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. Say amen. amen. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Say amen. amen. Now, I'm sure we all know this Anakazo story already. Bible says, wow, the sound is beautiful. Can you hear me very well? The Bible says, a certain man, someone say a certain man. Now, a certain man prepared a great feast or a great supper and invited many. Amen. And the uh, Bible says that when the time arrived, the day of the invitation, 
Those who got the invitation cards, they did not respond to the invitation. One group of people said, one of them said, I bought a, uh, a field. I'm going to see what is on the field. I bought a farm and I'm going to see how it's working. Another said, I bought some oxen. I bought some BMWs and I bought some Tico for, for taxi and some uh, bus for Accra, uh, for Winneba Swedre, Winneba Apam. I'm going to try them to see whether they are in good condition. And then the third person said that, I just got married, so I cannot come. Stars, where is the one who got married? She couldn't come, isn't it? What a shock. <laughs> Hallelujah. So now, the master being angry, look at it. Look at um, verse 21. So the servants came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house being angry. Every good leader must get angry sometimes. Say amen. Any leader who is never angry is not a good leader. Do you understand? It is important to get angry. Not all the time, but sometimes. Say amen. Anybody who is always nice cannot be a good leader. You are nice. You never, never, you never get angry. And the other thing I want to say is that when the leader gets angry, don't be, don't, don't be surprised. The Bible says that when the king is angry with you, do not move out of your place. Amen? Because when you stay, it pacifies great anger. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me in the church? So I'm going to start preaching soon. Can I preach? Can I preach to anybody here? So the Bible said that the master being angry. Because you see, I plan to, uh, I mean, have a party. I've invited you for a long time. Maybe, I mean, six weeks. Sending invitation. Sending WhatsApp messages. Sending cards. Sending people and all that. Now, the day of the party. It is expensive to organize a party. Yeah. It's very expensive. You have to go to the market. You have to go and um, buy a lot of things. You have to chase some, some goats and some, and some sheep. Kill them. You have to buy some fowl. It's a very, even your ordinary food is very expensive to make food, isn't it? I mean, the food is nice. It's going to be, it's going to be costly if it's nice. As for gary and sugar, it don't, it, don't, it don't cost much. But real good meal, it will cost you something. That is why... No husband should ever refuse prepared food by your wife. Let every husband say amen. When your wife prepares food for you, don't say, I will not be, I'm angry, I will not eat. Because it's very expensive for the woman to go to the market to do this and all that and so on. All my life, I've never refused prepared food by my wife. All my life. Even when I'm not happy, I eat. Ah, may you chop money, pa, minkada, minkada. What do you mean? Are you there? I don't know why some men, you could you, chop money. And as you were fooling, say, I got up, and Kadokuna, a Tenamo, Rosa, and Ajimoko, is our graphic, though. I saw the reason. When your wife has done uh, 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 yam bombs, eh? 
and then we take three time power. Why a nice stew? Eh? Shaded beef. Yeah. I listen what I'm saying. As the Uber Fruit Akoto and Kandako, and as you pay Bekuno, what a shock. Hello? It's expensive. So, all husbands, you are warned from today never refuse to eat food prepared by your wife. Say amen. Mm, anyway, I know a man. It's, he was angry with his wife. So, <laughs> when the wife cooks, she will not eat. He will not eat. Then he will go, when it comes to town, he will buy watches by the roadside in graphic. And then in rubber bag and graphic, come and open it. In the, the man is a very wealthy man in a big house. The wife was wondering, ah, the wife will, 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 will uh, grill chicken and all this uh, pork and all that. The man is angry. And they go and buy a small, small, the, the small fish, how do you call it? Sasakwesi, sasakwesi. <laughs> what a shock. And he'll be eating. Then one day, this, this one wife told me herself, one day um, she was sleeping. The wife, the husband came, had brought his food from town, and then the lady went to bed, then later another man also came to bed. About 2 a.m., the woman couldn't find her husband sleeping by the, in the bed. So she got up, where's my husband? She couldn't, she couldn't find her husband. And so she got up, went downstairs. When she, she saw that the kitchen light was on. So the wife went to the kitchen. See what happened in the kitchen? chicken. Chewing the chicken in the fridge. And the wife stood there for a few minutes. And then she cleared her throat. <coughs> and the man said, oh, oh, I'm going to the toilet. How did I find myself in the kitchen? What a shock. Grown up man, you don't know the difference between a kitchen and a toilet. Anyway. The Bible says, the man prepared a great supper. Hallelujah. And he invited many. But they will not come. And he was angry. So now, the Bible says he commanded the servants. Let's look at it again very quickly. Listen. Verse 21. The servant reported back from this version, the Passion Translation. The servant reported back to the host and told him all the excuses. So the master became angry and said to his servant, Go at once throughout the city and invite anyone you find. The poor, the blind, the disabled, the hurting, and the lonely, and invite them to my banquets. Hallelujah. And verse 22, then the servant returned and, to his master and said, Sir, I have done what you've asked me, but there's still room for more. Tell somebody there's room for more. No, say it like you believe it. Hallelujah. So the master told him, all right, go out again, and this time, Bring them all back with you. Bring them back with you. Hallelujah. Look at it. Bring the other back with you. Persuade the beggars, 
on the streets, the outcasts, even the homeless, urgently insist that they come in and enjoy the feast so that my house will be full. Clap your hands for the Lord. So now, this is the message I'm preaching to you today. I'm talking about, you see, there are three, there, there, are, there are two reasons why the how the party didn't work initially. Number one, the wrong people were invited. Are you there with me? I mean, one reason why the party didn't work initially is because, number one, the wrong people were invited. I'm giving only two reasons and we shall close. Look at this beautiful edifice God has blessed us with. Look at the size. I don't know how many churches in Winnipeg area are of this size. I mean the building. God has blessed us. God has been gracious to us. Can I have your loudest amen? And about, give me a wave and shout amen. On the side, wave and shout hallelujah. Hasn't God blessed us? I mean, when I see this building, I, I, I'm just so thrilled and excited to see where God has brought us from and where we are now. Now, I'm saying that this man also organized, it has taken a lot of organization to have this building. A lot of financial organization, a lot of sacrifices, a lot of people giving, a lot of support, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of in, I mean, inflows, if you like, for us to have what we have. See the concrete on the floor. See the roof, the height of the building. I mean, everything we have here, it has taken a lot of organization. Amen? Now, if you organize a party like this, you expect people to come and enjoy. Can you imagine if you have such a, such a, service, a, a, a building and the Francis calls you to come and we have only 39 people, you'll be, you'll be depressed because it's like it has taken so much for us to organize it. It has taken so much for us to have what we have. For all those who have given to help the church, for those who have bought cement, for those who have sacrificed, may heaven reward you and bless you beyond measure. Shout your Lord and say, Amen. May God be gracious to you. May God do for you what you can never do for yourself. Shout Amen again. But I tell you, taking a lot, a lot for us to be where we are. That's taking a lot. Amen. I said, Amen. Now the Bible says that. The first group of people did not come. Sometimes, the reason why people don't respond to invitation is because they are not the real people. Did I say it again? Tell me I said it again. This is an Akazo story. The Bible says that those who were invited, they all with one consent gave excuses. The reason why they didn't come because they were not the right people. We often want to invite a certain class of people. Can I preach? I said, can I preach? We often want to invite 
expected to come and seal this place. But he said, I want to tell you something. Bless God for all the, those who can afford to buy five oxen. How many of you here can afford to buy five cars as you're sitting here? You have money to buy five cars right now. Is there anybody on this side? This side, where the dancing stars are. Can anybody buy five cars? You right now, you have money in your account to buy five cars. What about this side? Five cars. Okay, two cars. You can buy it now. Give me a wave. I, 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 I'll pray for you, especially. Anybody on this side? Five cars. You can buy five cars. What a shock. All right. What about, I want to jump this side because maybe if when I see Bishop Francis' face, he may be able to afford it. So I'm not going to ask these people. I'm jumping to this side. This side too, I see a few people, they can buy two and a half cars. So I'm jumping to the next session. Look, I'm telling you, this man, the, one of the group invited, the man could buy five oxen. Another one could buy lands, could buy fields. You see, they were very wealthy people. And another one had money to organize a real first-class wedding. When I got married, the, my uh, wedding ring, it was 11 CDs. Believe it or not. That was what I could afford. Mine was 11, my wife's one was 11 CDs. <laughs> what a shock. I mean... Out of Oma, can't cry. I mean, you can squeeze it and then it will become flat. That was our wedding ring. But we didn't have money. That's what we could afford. What a shock. The shoes I wore on my first wedding, I bought it at Cantamanto. I bought it for four cities. No, three cities. What a shock. But I wanted to get married. So when I went to find the shoe, I bought it and then I used homo and then sponge to wash the sole of the shoe. And then I put Vaseline under the shoe so that when I kneel down, you will think the shoe is, is, it is a brand new shoe. But it was from Catamanto. <laughs> Are you there? I tell you, but that was, I didn't have money and I wanted to get married. And I got married. But the show of you are waiting for a shoe from America. You are looking at me. Waiting for wed, uh, wedding gown from where? From Australia. What a shock. You are not married. That's why I come in fornication. Marry now, marry now. Go to, go to, I can show you a place where with 5,000 you can get married. Wedding, wedding suits, wedding gown, and uh, the rings, everything together, 5,000. <laughs> what a shock. Are you there? Now, this guy, this third guy was a wealthy person. Now, I believe that God is going to raise up wealthy people amongst us. If you said, if you didn't say amen, then you don't want to be a wealthy person. Hallelujah. God is going to bless us. He's going to open doors for us. He's going to promote us. He's going to show us favor. Shout amen again. Do you believe it? 
the time is going to come when we are going to have people who can buy five oxen in our church. I talked to somebody who told me that he has his clearing something from the airport. He's clearing 20 containers. 20 containers. What a shock. I see God promoting us right in this church. People are going to have buses that we shall use on Sundays. We use them and then from Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday, the bus goes from Accra to Kumase. Sundays, from Winnipeg to this place, picking people and bringing them to church. Say, I receive it. Hallelujah. God will bless us. I said, God will bless us. We shall not be as we are forever. Hallelujah. I see a few cars parked outside, but soon your car will also be parked outside. Let those who believe shout amen. Shout your loudest amen. It's possible. It's possible. People who can afford five oxen. Amen. We are going to have estate owners. You own one building and second one and a third one. Oh, some of you don't believe it. And a fourth one. And a fifth one. We are going to, we are going to have people who even build churches, church buildings. Do you say amen? You solely, one person, you finance a whole church building. By the grace of God, may God raise people amongst us who believe in financing the kingdom. Amen. I said amen. Yeah. Yeah. So don't let me finish preaching now. So you see, the God category of people who can buy five oxen, who can buy fields, who can get married in a very exotic way, there are not so many at the moment. I just added at the moment because it's real. It will change, amen. But there are not so many. But the Bible says that so when the man invited them, sometimes when God blesses us, we get so busy, we don't have time for God again. That is the problem of these three guys. God had blessed them, they had oxen, they had fields, they had gotten married, and because of their wealth and their promotion, they could not honor the invitation. What a shock. They were so blessed. The blessedness and the prosperity had made them so busy that they cannot come to church on Sunday morning. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. They are so happily married. So mad that coming to honoring God's invitation on Sunday morning was a problem. I just got married. Let me enjoy myself. Just let, let me have some fun. Oh, my, I'm checking. I'm doing some business connection. Sunday morning, God invited you for a big feast. But because of your prosperity, because of God's blessing, because of God's promotion, you cannot honor the invitation. What a shock. Are you still in church? May that time never come in your life when you are too blessed to honor God's invitation. When you are too prosperous that you cannot have, you don't have time to go to church on Sunday morning. May that time never come in your life. When you are so promoted and so blessed that you are not interested in spiritual things. Many wealthy people are not interested. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately. That is why, that is why Paul wrote and said that, look amongst us, how many are noble, how many rich. You see, when you look at a church, you discover that those who are wealthy and prosperous in a certain way are not so many. Because the more God blesses us, the more we throw God out of our lives. I'm preaching. Are you still here? Sometimes it's all even like a mistake that God blessed us, Pastor John. Sometimes God looks and God regrets blessing us. Because when God gave you a wife, because God gave you a husband, because the husband is wife, you have you the wife, you don't want to join the choir anymore. Because the choir is for those who don't have husband. I'm too nice, I'm too good. So sometimes God regrets for blessing us. Because the blessing of God rather prevents us from serving God well. I'm preaching. I met a lady once. She was pregnant. I said, why don't you come to church? She said, Bishop, I'm pregnant. I said, pregnancy is not a sickness. It's a blessing. She said, Bishop, when I see yellow, I feel I'm falling down. When I see red, I feel I'm somersaulting. I mean, the pregnancy that God has blessed her with is the reason why she cannot serve God again. What a shock. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me out there? May it never be, may it never be that the day you got a good job, the day you got promoted, the day God opened the door for you, that's the day that God lost you. What a word I'm preaching. What a word. You see all these young boys and girls sitting here, all the dancing stars. God is going to bless you. They're going to go to school. They're going to finish school. Some of you are going to become graduates. Some of you are going to get good jobs. So that I pray for you five years time, eight years time, ten years time. May you not be too big to serve God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Sometimes, Reverend Louis, sometimes God regrets blessing us. Sometimes God is so sad that I promoted her. I promoted him. I gave him a wife. Because of the wife, he said, I cannot come. I'm married. Because I gave him a good business deal. Sunday myself, I am Sunday on is my rest time. I'm resting. Because I've been having business meetings. Every day of the week, it is Saturday night, so Sunday morning, I'm resting. That's why I'm saying that the reason why the party didn't work because the wrong people were invited. The wrong people. People who are too busy to honor the invitation. Too busy to honor God. Too busy to give God their time. Too busy to come to church and pray. Too busy to join the choir. Too busy to do something in the church. There were those who were invited. Therefore, the party did not work. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. When I look at your faces, as I, as I look at your faces, I see the brightness of God shining upon your life. I see glory coming on your life. You will not be as you are forever. You will not stay where you are forever. God will open doors for you. God will give you access. God will give you promotion. God will show you his way and his path. What a way. What a way. Yeah. Sometimes when people are blessed, they feel that the church is after their money. She are. She are. You see, she stopped paying tithes. 
Don't you the church is even going on and on? You are plashing the church. You are doing this things. Although you don't pay your tithe. God has, the Bible says that the cattle on the thousand hills belongs to God. The silver and gold belongs to God. Without your money, the church of God will still make progress. I'm preaching. Tell your neighbor, the man is preaching to you. Wow. You have money to finance MPP. You have money to finance NDC. You can contribute to that. When it comes to offering, you look for two cities and five cities. But you can give political parties 100,000, 50,000, and all that. As of God, he is okay with five cities. Keep looking at me. I'm preaching to you. I say, I'm preaching to you right where you are. All of you young people here, I'm glad that you are in church. So now let's quickly go on and finish. So the first group of people were the wrong people. Were the wrong people. When you are organizing a beautiful spiritual event, don't make the mistake of inviting people who will, who will rubbish your invitation. Hey, the church is very foul. The same people can go to Accra every day of the week. From here to, from Wimber to here, they say it's far. They can go to travel to Accra, do business every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. They come back, Wednesday, they come back. Sunday, from, from uh, Bedi to this place, is it far? The same people can say it's far. Because they choose what they want to do. But you, may God bless you for honoring the invitation and being here. Hallelujah. Say, hey, Bishop, Bishop, the church is very far. I can't come. I can't come. That's what I said. It. I might. I can't come. It is too far. I can't come. They say people can go to funerals every weekend. They go to Sedru and come twice a day. They can go and come twice a day. From here to, from here to Winneba. Is it far? Don't worry. They are not qualified. That is why they didn't honor the invitation. I said they are not qualified. God is going for the people whom nobody thinks about. They are those that God is going to choose now. I see God choosing you. I see God using you. I see the grace of a coming upon your life. Amen. Amen. Are you still there? I've had people for several years who live far and they travel to church. From their house to church can take one and a half a weekdays, it can even take two and a half hours to come to church. But bless God, their promotion has not stopped them. Have not stopped them from coming. Keep on taking trotro and come. Keep on taking the buses and come. One of these days, you'll be driving your car to this place. Oh, you, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't hear me. You did not hear me. You did not hear me. Why is your church so far? Why is the church so far? It's not far at all. You can go to Sheldra three times in a day. This place is not far. Is this place far? Don't say at all. Is this place far? Is the place far? Can you come every Sunday? Can you come every Sunday? Can you come every Sunday? Every Sunday we shall gather here. We shall gather here. We shall praise God. 
we shall dance, we shall rejoice, we shall clap our hands, we will sing for the Lord. Yay! Hallelujah! I said hallelujah! It's so far. I know, I know a man, I met the man personally. He told me, he used to fly and he used to buy a ticket on the airplane from London to New York to go and visit his girlfriend. Two days and he comes back. As I met the man personally, not once, not twice. He said, I could do it once in a month. Sometimes even twice in a month. You buy a plane ticket from London to New York to go and visit girlfriend. From, 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 from Abbasabatu, this place, you say it's far. Hey! Hey! <laughs> what a shock. Can you believe it? From London to New York, you got a girlfriend. You're looking at you two from Winnipeg to Cedru. You got to your boyfriend. You're looking at me. I'm dialing your number. Pick the phone and answer the call. I said, pick the phone and answer the call. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Is this place far? Say, at all. Come on, shout, at all. You watch, you watch. As you have been here, you see buildings coming around all over here. You see development all over here because where the light of God shines, the glory of the Lord comes down. I'm preaching. Hallelujah. So I'm giving you two reasons and we close. Number one, the first reason why the party didn't work is because the people were not qualified. Anybody who doesn't own an invitation is not qualified. Mm. And don't go for those high class. I hear there's a contractor living here. I hear there's going to say, I'm going for them. Yes, yes, yes. Some of them will respond, but many of them will not respond. Many of them will even disrespect and dishonor you because they don't see the value of going to church, but they know the value of going to visit their girlfriend. But come to church, it's not important. So many of them, many of them, will not respect your invitation and honor. They will chuck us and throw it away. When they made a God invitation card, I invite you to our church, I will invite Jackson, oh, throw, they throw it in the dustbin. But you, you don't have it in the dustbin in your house. Why do you take the card? <laughs> I'm preaching, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. Amen. That is the number one reason they did not come. Because they were too big too rich, too prosperous, too exalted by God. The God that they are throwing out, he's the one who exalted them. Amen. Amen. Number two, the second reason why the party wasn't working well is because those who were sent, those who were sent did not go everywhere. They went to only a limited group of people. They did not go everywhere. The Bible says that the master told them, go to verse number 21, 21, 21, put it on the screen quickly. Hello, the one on the screen, are you there? Beautiful. 
So the servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the masters of the house, being angry, being angry, being angry, said to his servant, go out quickly. Yeah, that's another reason why they, 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 think they don't go out quick. They don't do it quickly. The Bible says, so go quickly into the street and the lanes of the city and bring in the hither, bring in hither the poor, the maimed, the heart, and the blind. And then the people obey, the servants obey. But look at verse 22 again. Go to verse 22. The Bible says that, and the servant said to the Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. Hallelujah. And yet there's what? There's room. There's room at the cross for you. There's room. There's still room. We went to the cities. We invited them. They came in taxis. They came. But yet there is room. Now look at the master's answer. And that's where we are ending. Verse 23. And the Lord said to the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges and do what? Compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Say amen. This is the master's answer. This is the master's response. He said, listen, as long as there's room, there's work to be done. Listen, we bless God. All of you are very excited to be in this building. But this building is calling for work. Somebody say work. I didn't say work. This church is calling for work. As we are sitting here today, happy and so on, we are now getting to the job. I said what? We are now doing what? Getting to the job. We are now going, the Bible says that he told the servant, go out quickly, go hurry up and go to the byway, to the highways, to the hedges, and compel them to come in. Well, the, the version I read, and I said that, bring them along. We are moving on from invitation to bringing them along. Say amen. Bring them along. Compare them. Hallelujah. Anacazo them. Persuade them. Use threats. Use every means you can to bring them so that my house will be filled. I pray for this ministry. I pray for Greater Love Chapel, Winneba. May our church be filled Sunday after Sunday. The day is going to come when we shall have two services in this place. And we can even have three services in this place. And every service shall be full in the name of Jesus. How is it going to happen? Because you are going to be the servant that will go out there to bring them along. Clap your hands for the Lord. I mean, it's beautiful to see almost, I mean, 70 young people in that dancing style, dancing. But we can have 150. I said, we can have 150. We can have 150 choristers every Sunday singing. You should have said amen. amen. Is it possible? I said, is it possible? Yeah. The master said, Look, there's room. You are not doing what I told you to do. Hurry up and go to the highway, to the hedges. Go to the street side and compel them. Compel them. 
our church. I'm happy that our ministry as a UD and a, 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 a lighthouse and all that, we have a lot of young people. It's a blessing of the Lord. I said, the blessing of the Lord. So people say, oh, your church has too many young people. Your church with old people, how many are there? How many are sitting in the church? With your old people, how many are there? Bless God for the older people. I, I think I saw Auntie Joe sitting somewhere. I saw Auntie Joe. Wow, beautiful. Wow. My mother, Auntie Joe, is right there. You see, some people decorate our churches. Auntie Joe is above 80 years old. They are special decorations. When we see them, we know we are called. When people like Auntie Joe and then her, her caliber, we know that we are called for them to sit down and for us to preach. But we cannot get a lot of Auntie Joes in our church. We cannot get people of her age in our church. Amen. We cannot get people of a certain caliber. Like Dr. Pearl. Like Dr. <laughs> uh, Dr. Sakina. We cannot get people of that caliber. How many doctors, how many people have done their PhD sitting here? I was asking your friends, I was trying to remember. And this one, this one, you could remember only four. I said, four, you have uh, four PhD holders. It's not bad. But do you have, how many people are students? Can I see students here? Can I see students? If you're a student, wave your hand. If you're a student, you go to school, you're a student, wave your hand, let me see. All of you, you don't go to school. All of you sitting here. You, don't, you are not a, a people, a student. If you're a student, a people, give me a wave. They're, they're, they're waiting for their WASI results. <laughs> what a shock of BEC results. Look, students, baby. So there's a group of people who respond to us. Can I have an amen? So we are going to go to them. We are going to go to the young. We are going to go to the lame. We are going to go to the poor. We are going to those, those who are nothing. We are going to bring them in. And the house of God shall be filled. And when we bring them in, God will transform their lives. I see God transforming every life here. Are you shouting amen? Are you shouting amen? God will bless us. I said God will bless us. I'm I'm excited when I see young people because it shows the church has a future. Hmm. One day, a friend of mine who became a pastor of a, a, a if you like, a, a traditional church, an Orthodox church, he went to school, Trinity College, and finished. And when he finished the school, when he finished, he became a pastor, a priest. He was posted to go and be a chaplain in a secondary school. Just a chaplain. Secondary school chaplains. You know what he told me? He said, Ah, Yetisaki. Me, but I've gone to be a priest for three years. They've turned me to a school to be a chaplain. How will I get experience about burial? How many people will die in the school so I can learn how to bury people? I was shocked. It's like a priest, my duty is to know how to bury people. This school I'm going, people won't die easily, so I will not bury them. I will not have experience. That's what he told me into my ears. We are not, we didn't become priests to learn how to bury people. We became priests to preach the word of God and to bring life into people. Shout amen. Are you excited? I prophesy about our ministry. May God bless this church. May God bless this ministry. May God take us higher and forward. 
May every young person come. May every poor person come. May every lame person come. May everybody who is a non find a place in the house of God. May the doors of the church be open so that the house will be filled. So 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 the house will be filled. Listen. Listen. When you go for a party and you see a lot of nice cars, maybe 40 cars parked outside, it's likely there are not more than 80 people in the, in the, in the place. You think when you see a lot of cars, means a lot of cars doesn't mean a lot of people. A lot of buses means a lot of people. But ordinary cars here is not a lot of people. I'm telling you. I've gone to so many functions. There's so many. Everybody came with their car. But when you see buses, they see 30 have come with their bus. 20 have come. The buses run here every Sunday. 20 buses, 30 buses, 50 buses. In the name of Jesus. Shout amen. It is a blessing. It's a blessing. And God will give us financiers to finance the buses. We should have shouted amen. Anytime you pay for a bus, what you are doing is that every soul in the bus that saved, that gets saved, you have a share in the bus. Anytime you pay for something to come to church, if people get born again and they are saved, you have a share in their lives. May God raise up financiers in the church who support the work. And this house shall be filled every Sunday. I bless you this morning. I bless you this morning. May God use you. May God use you. May God show you grace. Shout amen. The master said, I'm not satisfied because there's room. I'm not satisfied because there's space. I'm not satisfied because there's a lot of empty places. But go out there and bring them in. I tell you, people are going to come to the church from Sedru. They are going to come from Apam. They are going to come from Ankamu. They are going to come from everywhere. They will come. And the house of God shall be filled. Stand to your feet, everybody. And clap your hands for the Lord.